It is Thursday the 16th of June 2016 and this is episode 285 of Digital Outbox. Sixteen six sixteen, indeed. Welcome to another episode. I'm Chris, and uh, joined by Ian. Hello, Ian. Good evening, Chris. Have we got a show tonight? Uh, have we got a show tonight? Yes. So the the relative lack of news over the last few weeks is now going to be followed by massive news. So we told you last time we were on that this was going to be a a bumper edition because we've got WWDC to cover off, a um, couple of sort of uh, intermediate news stories, and then also covering off the kind of main announcements at E3. So two big, big events for us in particular as they're kind of the, the areas that we like to cover. So WWDC happened um, on, is it Monday or is it Tuesday? I My days are slipping into one it was monday so my broadband was down so i streamed it all off my phone there you go the, the state of phones is good it was fantastic um, so yeah they um they broadly they spoke for two hours and they broadly spoke that uh, split their uh, presentation up into four chunks so covering off their main operating systems that they've got now so uh, let's go down in the same order they did and just pick out the bits we liked so they started with um, watch os3 so this looks like quite a nice update for the watch. Yes. So you're not a watch buyer. I have a watch. Um, and it's weird. The people that I know that have a watch, most have still got it on. I've still got mine on. Still, It's still fine, but in very limited form. Um, but I mean, watchOS 2 came out and says, yeah, your apps will launch faster and we've got native apps. And everybody was like, finally, because the app situation was horrendous and it, it didn't yep. really make too much difference. Some of them were okay. But but they came they came straight out and said, first thing we're doing is instant app launching. And yeah. they've also, they've, I think they've, they've, there's it's almost a fundamental rewrite of how the watch OS works. And um, so if you look at if you look at it now, you know the crown takes you into your app launcher and and that's horrible, and the little button at the side takes you to friends and that's mm. horrible. Nobody uses it. Yeah, and why would that's a weird, you know, why would you make that link kind of thing? Yeah, so that, that side button is now, a, it takes you to your dock. And if an app's yep. in the dock, it will launch instantly. So it's kept in memory and it's doing background refreshing. And when I so say it keeps in, all your favorites, doesn't it? So it keeps your favorites ready to launch. And I, there's still I, some debate because during the thing, people are saying it's the recent ones and other people are saying, it's ones that you've said I want to keep in the dock that are. So I got the impression that it was recent ones. I'll be, yeah. be honest with you. Maybe they deliberately left that a little bit vague, but uh, I got the impression it was recent apps that you had loaded that just kept in memory longer. And and Brave New Apple um, had an app on screen and showed you, and the guy doing it was like, and it's waiting, 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 and then it's launched. Now we've got it under WatchOS 3, and it's launched. Yeah, so you know, it was like, and what they're saying is it's, it's seven times faster now. When apps are taking, you know, seven to ten seconds to launch, that is a big difference. Yeah, um, it's a massive difference. And he was he was making sure that it pains to show how much it would change your life um, for your popular apps. I think that's still important to say. He, he didn't say that it improved for, you know, apps that aren't on your popular list. Yeah, I, I, and you wouldn't want it to be because the the battery because everybody's saying well the hardware's not changing so battery is probably going to take a little bit of a hit that's what goes in my head yeah but i always find i find my battery lasts easily through the day 
Um, but yeah. I was talking to a colleague at work whose daughter's got one, and it's no, she's 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 having to use what the power nap feature, and she can't get yeah. through the day. So maybe lots more messaging on it or using it a lot more. You know, and maybe that's an indication of your different usage. But it, it, without a doubt, as soon as I saw that, it was like that was good. The, you know what the the iPhone the third the third iPhone was the first real proper iPhone wasn't it as as we would know and recognise it yeah. now with the App Store and yep. the interface that worked so maybe it's it's just that you've got to iterate through a couple to really get down to what's core and needed. And I think I think what was telling for this is that it almost feels like they launched it and people probably didn't I mean, they probably didn't have the hardware so they've obviously mm. had test hardware and it was developed in desktop PCs and, and sorry Macs and and people were looking at it saying. This is how we expect people to use this, and this is the markets we want to go and attract, and this is how we want it to work, and we want to have it friendlier, and and all these different things. And the reality is, those things haven't really worked. And, and over time, as people have used it, it's like, oh, this is a bit clunky. So you can see that with other improvements. So there's lots more swiping around. So mm. it looked um, more natural, didn't it? You swipe up, you get control center. Replies were all done quicker, and um, you can add a scribble, which is, isn't the same. So I think we, I, think I slagged off the Google one when it says the keyboard. Yeah. I don't like the keyword, but I can understand the scribble. You know, you can yeah. just one letter at a time. You can just, you know, blah, 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 and it, and it spells out a word. Um, they, they've not gone crazy with watch faces. So I think lots of people were talking about, oh, we'll get third-party watch faces. But that's a, that's probably an easy one to deliver next time or the time after. Um, and it's not an Apple thing, isn't it? They don't like people mucking up their nice crystal designs and no. stuff with mucky nastiness. What they did show was um, a far more focus on activity. So you can see your rings mm. more clearly. There's a mini mouse and there's a numerals one. But the big change, and again, I think it's about usability, is you can, instead of instead of like force touching and swiping and selecting, you just swipe now to swap between watch faces. Yeah, And I think the really key thing is you can set up a watch face to suit the activity. So if I'm going out for a run, yeah, I might want to see the rings more clearly. If I'm cooking, maybe I want a timer. And I've got a timer, you know, one, you know, I've got a timer. Oh, what's the word for the little the little apps that you have? I can't remember now. Countdowns? No. App remember there was, there was a name for complications. The complications? Yeah. So I might have one for cooking and I've got a timer yes. complication. You know, and yeah, it's yeah. a far easier to launch a timer just by hitting the complication. So this mm-hmm. idea of just swiping between them, I think, again, really nice. Um, and I think that it's the, the the amount they that are concentrated on the rings as well shows really where the core of I, of these little devices are, which is the fitness tracking. Yeah. Uh, you know, the withings and everyone else is doing it, and this seems to be the core market. Is that is the main reason people buy the iWatch is to get the activity tracking. And we saw that as well that um, there's no activity sharing. So me and you, you know, friend of the show Brian, Fitbitters, and you can see the step counts every day. And it was demoralizing, or it was like, "Way, hey, I'm, I'm beating you." Rocking it. And it's the same for activity. So activity yeah. sharing is all about, you know, seeing friends and family and what they're doing and how many steps they've taken and how inactive they've been. Um, a couple of smaller things, you know, there's things for about, you know, an easy call for help. And um, there was reminders finally on it. Um, the, the, a meditation thing around breathing and helping to breathe. Yawn. But uh, and also for devs, you can actually, you know, so that add to dock and that benefits from instant launch, which I know might be uh, Apple Pay from within an app, fitness app can run in the background, crowning touch events. So big steps forward for apps. I I I think this was was big news. So as an as yeah. a watch user, it was like that was really good. You know, you've rethought how it works and you're delivering something I think is going to be far far better for any current watch user. 
yeah, I, I think it'll see a step up in people's interest to buy as well. So that's beta from the day of the announcement. And we're going to, as users, you'll get that update in uh, autumn. And I guess for me, I used to chase the beaters. I don't anymore. It's just fall update, no. fine. Yeah. Um, so TVOS is their next one. So I... <laughs> My signal actually dropped out at this point, so I've missed some of the TVOS, but it looked like they'd done a redesign and actually made it look a little bit more attractive, etc. Uh, a little bit. There's a dark mode. Um, Siri, Siri's in there can use different topics now, so you can do a lot more general searching. Um, a couple of things that was more American-focused, so like the single sign-on. So this is all tied to like cable deals in America. Mm. So you can now sign in with your cable You can authenticate with your cable yeah. provider so you don't have to keep logging in everywhere. Yeah, yeah so it got lots of women in America, but here it's like, bleh. Irrelevant at the moment, yeah. but maybe, maybe it'll come. And and I guess they just emphasise that um, there's a couple of new, new apps. There's a new remote app that gives you the exact same features. So on, on iOS, you get the same features now as a city remote. Um, they also emphasize there was 80 channels they now reckon there's 1300 just with the amount of apps which was always going to happen you've got you've got hundreds of apps delivering you know channel multiple channels per app Uh, then maybe the one that i didn't capture here that was was maybe worth saying as well is that they've they've kind of freed up some of the restrictions around game development so previously they they kind of said it had to work with the sitting remote and i think they're Mm -hmm. now saying you can stipulate it you must have a gamepad so a a bit more game focused it's easier to have multiplayer games on it. So, so whether they're, they're whether they've seen just attraction dip off on games because there was loads of games at the start and then it just died. You know, it was yep. just like, ugh. I think um, Siri Siri Everywhere was was a theme, so that's no surprise it came to the TV. Um, yeah, and and slight more opening up of of the platform to developers. That was also a theme. So they, they, some of their more recent additions to the kind of iOS empires and their kind of things like that were gradually getting opened up to developers, which obviously should see some innovation, I think, as well. Um, we um, then they went on to talk about OS ten, and then very quickly told us OS ten is is gone. So it's now going to be called Mac OS. So it's kind of very much in line with every other OS they've got. Um, and, and I have to say, I, I thought with a with a name change, I thought they might give us more of a step change in 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 system. But really, it's it's more of the same kind of just tweaking around the edges that and adding features. Um, well, well, it was really come on. It, so some of it was. So so the name change doesn't bother me. Some people were a bit like, oh, but that's no, fine. It doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It matters not a jot. <clears throat> so. Um, if I so so they've got this thing around continuity, um, so that came in, I think it was I think it was last version, the version before. And I, I don't really take much advantage of it. I must admit. Um, but the one that there was two they emphasised this time, so there was auto unlock. So if you've got a, a an Apple Watch, you can now unlock your Mac. Yep. Um, nice. Nice. Yeah. Some people were like, "Why not a phone?" But I think there was something about they're doing some sort of detecting that it's actually you and detecting it's, it's close by and doing yeah something. so they've obviously got some algorithm that says you you've got to really be by your computer before it'll actually work which is fair enough because otherwise if you're in a coffee cafe you know if you're sat near your computer someone could just quickly open it up and off they go yeah um so yes so yeah some clever stuff and and maybe the phone will come if they can figure that but because that's in your pocket maybe it's just too yeah, I don't know. Or maybe maybe it's just back to... I'm the, sure they would have tried it. Yeah, maybe it's just back to... A lot of the time, I don't carry my phone everywhere, but I will have my yeah. watch on. And it's another way of getting people to buy watches, isn't it? So yeah. But, <laughs> they but sell enough phones, they want to sell a, more watches. There was an app 
there's an app came out for iOS that did unlock and I was tempted mm-hmm. to buy it, but then it meant, oh, I need to have the phone everywhere to go. So even if I went yeah. to my laptop, I'd need to take my phone every time. And I was like, I don't, yeah. that doesn't happen. Um, yeah. Universal I, Clipboard as well was big. Yeah, I use a little app for that just now called, I think it's called Clipped. Mm-hmm. I always go through apps, something rotten, copied. That was it. Um, or is but it? you don't need to anymore. Uh, I don't need to anymore, so it shared a lot to a few of these apps, um, and it, and it looked really rich, as in it's all the different you know multimedia format. And I guess that's the thing that the Apple, if they do it themselves, they could always just do it. just the ability to copy on the phone and then paste on a desktop, just as a way of swapping through. You know, is nice. And and the, the thing I know we're talking Mac, but because it's a shared clipboard, it also shares between iOS. Mm-hmm. So if you've got multiple iPads or an iPad, iPhone, yep. or whatever, um, uh, no, this this is where it starts getting a little bit screw with for me iCloud mm. um they talked about the most common but the most common thing that you put new files into is your desktop so they're going I, to... I do it i am i am i guilty. don't you make i'm sure you're too tidy to do it oh it's, 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 oh i have a a i don't do it and b if something does stray on it, i've got a hazel rule that that tidies it up after like half an hour i do not want really okay oh, no no i've got stuff on my desktop and i've got stuff and and when it gets a bit too busy on the right hand side screen it all goes onto the left hand side screen and then eventually it'll go through a cull but no i'm i do work on the desktop oh, but but having said that um i don't really want files that i drag into my desktop automatically going up into icloud without my permission i'm sure you can turn it off yeah but i wonder if you know i wonder how they're going to manage that because just because I put it on desktop, and I, I understand what they're doing, which is we want this to, you know, wherever you log in, we want you to feel like it's connect, you know, you're on the same Mac, and I understand that, but I, I just wonder how they're going to manage that transition. Yeah, uh, and that, and that's the whole point. So what they talked about was that, that basically desktops are synced across Macs and also iOS, so your files are synced. Mm. And and I listened to another podcast, and I think it was on Tuesday night or Wednesday night. And the guys doing it were saying, you know, when he's doing his podcast, he puts all his temporary files in his desktop. Mm. It's like, yeah. So then he doesn't want that going up. No, and I'm sure there must be, you know, you know, video producers and stuff. And Mm. and yes, if you're organised, but if you're doing something quick and dirty, spit to desktop and all this, drag it here, done. And I wonder whether they just did that. I wonder, you know, they, they, I, I get where I get where they're coming from, but yes, whether it's a one fits one, it will fit everyone. I don't know. Um, so, that, yeah. so that was my first one was about scuba and then it went on to optimize storage yeah so this was about um basically let's look at your hard drive you know 50 60 percent of the files you never touch them you want them there but you never touch them so why don't we put your old files in the cloud and we'll give you more space locally and they give an example of um that switching it on in a 250 um, gig machine um basically freed up 20 to 150 gig depending on the type of files and how often you'd access them and uh, there's a bit of me was like well that's okay and there's other bit of me like but if i really want that file now do i have to wait yeah especially if it's a large one i wonder whether there's sort of and broadband speeds are increasing but if i still Mm -hmm. have to wait 20 minutes to get access to that file which used to be i wonder whether they've got algorithms which sort of test for your speed of a connection and see what's Mm. going to become inconvenient but it nevertheless detritus that builds up on your system is responsible for filling it up quite quickly and having an you know an automated system to try and make those decisions for you i think it's possible because most of the time you won't even notice it happening uh, the only thing you will notice is probable higher bandwidth on your internet connection and 
you know, yeah, that day that you do want a large file, and maybe it has been archived off, and you know, it's not instantly available. Um, and of but course, I, I, I think it's a sensible choice, especially as they've got this massive data center, which you know they want people to use more. Uh, yeah, but we all know how reliable iCloud is. Yeah, and that's the, that's the shame of it, isn't it? That it's just... I'm sure it's getting more reliable, but when you start on a bad foot, it takes a long time to recover that. Yes, um, you know, goodwill. Right, it burnt once, and you tend to look elsewhere. You know, if you lose a bit of data, you think, no, that's yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Um, Apple, Apple Pay coming yeah. to the desktop. Yeah. How you may ask, but it's basically via like it's continuity again, isn't it? So as you can go to sites that are configured to use it, you can use your um, Apple Pay button on your phone or your watch, basically, um, as long as you're near your computer. Yeah, um, but it, it's a good thing. Yep. Uh, how? What's the transaction limit? Is it twenty or thirty quid or something? Yeah, like that? It depends. So, so generally across the UK, it's thirty. But if you go to I think it's Starbucks, it's there's no limit. Marks Spencer's. So they're no, willing to take no that limit. risk on it. Yep. Yeah. So it's back to the they're saying see for that convenience. Yeah. Crack on. And tabs in all apps. Um, so this is the ability to tab any application just at the operating level. So developers don't need to do this. It'll just happen. So You're looking confused. I, I, I guess I, I love tabs in my browsers, right? So I think last year I was the one that's going finally tabs and pin tabs mm. was more the important thing. It's pin tabs came to Safari, and I looked at this and just got a bit, you know, do, do, do I do I have that many? I'd see a lot of the time. See if I open two different instances or something. So like two, and maybe it's a worky thing that doesn't happen as much at home. But two Excel's, I generally want to see both at the same time. Mm. I don't want to, you know, tab. Tab, 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 tab. I like, I've got two massive screens. Let me see. Yeah, most of the things I want to tab, like terminal window, I quite like tabbing sometimes, depending on what uh, I'm doing. That's true. And, 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 but that already comes with tabs. So it does it anyway. Yeah. So there's no difference there. I, I, yeah, I wonder how much usage it'd be. Maybe, maybe it is a gimmick, but being able to collect the same window together, maybe that's a good idea. Yeah, so. and it was, I think they showed, and they said it was, there's no developer impact. It can just, it just comes for free. And they showed you like maps and different maps. It's like, well, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> let's let's see whether that's actually going to be useful uh picture in picture so they sort of covered the use case where a lot of people time you want to be watching a youtube video or something like that um they take away all the chrome and they're offering you a, the option to make it picture in picture and you can just drag it around and put it wherever you need it to be and it even works in full screen uh, quite handy yeah again i kind of do my own picture in picture by just having like a window but i guess in full screen that doesn't work so this offers a advantage over that. in my picture in picture is i bought another 27 inch monitor so yeah yeah that, that as well <laughs> uh yeah siri more support especially for file browsing so you can be really kind of specific about which files you want to you know files i edited on tuesday you, and missed, then you, can you missed say, a big thing oh did i yeah siri doesn't siri isn't on the mac it's just about the way my bad notes were written so siri's brand new to yes mac. Uh, that's a good point yes you can't talk to your <laughs> mac at the moment and now you can yeah there you go siri everywhere i told you it was a theme yes so sorry, that's my bad for writing CAC notes. But so, yeah, so Siri is a button press away now and you can say, hey Siri, whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, it's it's one of those things, like, the reason I think um, the reason I think I haven't, uh, you know, didn't bring that to light was because you kind of just assume it is there, but it's just not. You're right. Yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm kind of surprised. So as you said, when we just a couple of minutes, they've added support for files. So you can do some intelligent things around Find me the file from three weeks ago that Chris sent me, and then you can 
refine oh, it that more. I tagged with this. Yeah. And you, and, and you can I make it word docs. Yeah. yeah. And you can pin results. And some of that looked quite nice. There's still a bit of me. So I think there's more chance of me doing it at home. But would I sit in an office and do that? Would I be sitting? No. Maybe not, but maybe maybe not today. But maybe that's the thing of the future. Who knows? I don't yeah, know. maybe. Who knows where it's going to go? But that's quite a nice natural. It felt like a nice natural way because it, to be able to make that kind of functionality for mouse click and menus is tricky, right? It's much much more natural to do that via voice. Yeah. Um. So devs have access um, straight away again, um, public beta in July, and then again. And so we're, we're all aiming towards a an autumn release for all these sort of new updates. Yes, and one one little tidbit that came out afterwards. So I think there was like a State of the Union, and then they released all the kind of here's all the stuff happening this week yeah. that devs go to. Um, next year, there's a brand new file system. Um, so this and it's across every Apple platform, and it will be enabled by default. And it will. And they've be... talked for a long time about completely removing the file finder kind of yeah, concept. So I don't, I don't know what that means, uh, and I'm sure that's a way. Search is what it means. Yeah. Um, search and tags. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But they were talking about fully encrypted and end-to-end encryption and security was a focus rather than you know removing files or structures. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting times. Yes. iOS 10 came next. Um, So I I probably was, you know, tuning out by now. (laughs) This this did go on a little bit. Yeah. So go on, user experience, redesign lock screen. So 3D touch on the lock screen to do what? Um, So so this was actually, it was bigger than, because I I was a bit getting a bit kind of like, ugh. Mm. And this was probably bigger than I gave it, give it credit for at the time they've put a lot of thought into lock screen now so at the moment you know you just get a notification and and you can kind of swipe to go and launch the app and then you unlock your phone Um, there's a lot more emphasis now on on that the notification and the widget and they actually called it a widget so it's interesting that they actually called it widgets because they always kind of tried to do something different but you can do a lot with it so you can 3d touch on it and it might let you do another action um, you can 3D touch to clear all notifications, which is always, you know, can do that in your watch. It's so annoying if you get lots of notifications. Like, at the end of the day, I've been away at meetings, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, why have I got all these? Yeah. Swipe, 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 swipe. It's 3D touch, clear. Um, but it's just really the whole, that user experience of, that, of, of the, the lock screen is totally different. So you now no longer, and I, and I guess because I've not, well, I, I can see it on the work phone, which is newer, but the, you never really see the lock screen because as soon as you press the button to turn it on, it's unlocked. It just disappears. Yeah. So that's now gone. Um, yeah, because you got raised to wake. So yes. it'll actually show you the lock, a bit like the watch. So as yes. soon as you move it, yeah, it's going to come on. So you, you, you lift it, it turns on, and to unlock it, you actually have to press the button. And then, mm-hmm. so it's an actual, so there's lots of slide slide left and slide right to, to get to different, you know, control center and your music. And, and I think you can also get a few, We'll come on to it later about the new home kit and stuff in home. Yeah. You can slide on that screen as well. So if you want to dim the lights because you're anyway, I was going to say something, but it's probably just playing Halo. So if you want to dim the lights to play Halo, <laughs> then you can just press the Halo button and the lights are dimmed. Um it's but there was a lot there and it looked really nice and there's been a real that was the bit that jumped out as ooh that's it that's okay. the first bit of redesign we've had in maybe a couple of years that there's a good bit of thought around siri um opening up to developers finally as you put there yes um so it's taken a while but they are now opening that up 
Um, I wonder whether that's because there was some smoke and mirrors around it and they needed to sort of solidify how it could be actually leveraged. Um, uh, Messaging uh, support across multiple apps. So is that opening up as well? Is that the kind of concept that that messaging doesn't just have to be an iMessage? Yeah, so so the way they've done it is, and I think you're right, there there is a bit of smoke and mirrors. The way they've done it is there's like six kinds of apps. So it'll do ride booking, messaging, photo search, um, payments, VoIP, and workouts. Mm. So if your app doesn't fit in there, so if you're like if you're a, a media app or you're a podcast app, then tough. You can't you know use Siri. Um, so it's 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 very focused on only certain things. I don't yeah. know if it's back to there is a lot of smoke and mirrors or it's a uh, slowly slowly. You know, a bit like other things. Of- I, I'm sure it's really difficult and a tricky thing to allow someone just to come in from any angle. I guess that's what they're worried about is that a developer could try and use it in any way, but actually it's been designed to focus on these areas, kind of thing. Mm. I, yeah, and and I kind of get that, but then I think of you know on the Apple TV, I can use Siri to search for media. So why mm. why it didn't open up to meet other and maybe they want to keep that as a an Apple type thing, you know, yeah, a bit of lock in. I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see the the, the support across multiple apps was just emphasising that you're not just tied to Siri and messaging yep. and iMessage. You can, um, you know, WeChat or whatever you want to use, whatever platform, Telegram, whatever you use as messaging, you can now use Siri within it. Yep. Photo search via voice as well. So some clever heuristics to figure out what the hell's going on with p- pictures. And in fact, that was there was a whole section on that, wasn't there? <laughs> there yes. All the, how many billions of tests they do on each picture to figure out what's going on. Uh, and I, well, when we touch on that with photos later on, it's just, I, mm, I, yeah, okay, I, let's save it for I, then. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get old, in. I don't old. know. <laughs> uh, yeah, payments obviously, um, Siri is involved in those and getting multiple acts um and the api uh yeah so that yeah we've already covered the kind of six different areas that you can physically tie into with siri and if you're a developer um quick type siri intelligence to the keyboard i i must have really tuned out none of this is ringing any bells at the moment basically what they were trying to say was quick type is a bit sucky currently so that whole kind of correction and suggestion of mm. different words and they're offering they're basically branded as Siri almost the Siri's turned into this is how we do intelligence and and all they're saying is if they detect on like let's see if you've if you've messaged me and said um what's Paul's contact details yeah it'll intelligently list the two Pauls that I've got or the three Pauls that yeah. I've got and I can just select it and, and say there it is yeah Siri as intelligence almost like they're trying to turn Siri into a bot Mm. And there was the key a, word of today. There was a bit of that, and I guess we talked about it. There was no, yeah. there was no way. But, but the only way of talking to Siri is still via voice. I thought we might have seen that. I mean, we'll come on to do messaging later. I, I think it might evolve to, into that. Yeah, but I, I thought as part of that iMessage bit, they would be like, and also Siri's here, and they would yeah. have done a bit of chat to, but it didn't happen. All right, let's quickly talk about photos. So, yeah, they're having facial recognition on all uh, photos on the iPhone. Uh, They're going to recognize places and, I guess, things and objects as well. Like I say, there's there's like an algorithm that does... I I think, I'm sure they said it was in the billions of checks. I could be... Was it? Yeah, no, they did. They said 10 billion. Now, the bit bit I don't get... So, so this looks like Google Photos. So, I think that was... I mean, that's exactly what it is, right? It it recognizes that you've been to a location. It 
compacts them all into one nice little memory for you and or an album for you and and it does that kind of the you know it can show you the whole album or it'll just pick out what it thinks are the best photos and the demo looked great because the demo yeah. showed you snowball fight and, the, and he was like but i it's more action oriented and i want it shorter and it, and it went and did it all again and mm-hmm. you're like that's that's really nice yeah but the bit that just smelt for me was smell the wrong word, but but they talked about this this ten billion you know mm. things that we're going to do in your phone system. And going that a it must hit my battery life. B how does it learn? How does it get that information from elsewhere? And they talked about this differential privacy. There's a big emphasis that we can do all the smart stuff that Google does without getting your data and without sharing it all. And there's this research. It's all about statistical science, trying to learn as much as possible about a group while learning as little as possible about the individual in it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's clever. It's clever stuff. It is clever, but they emphasise it's on the phone only. I just mm. don't buy it. I just don't buy that it's going to be as good as Google. Google's works really well. You know, Google it does work incredibly is well. Really and good like, product. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so yeah, they. I guess we'll talk a bit more about differential in a bit. But yes, it does rely on all that, and it's kind of like they're trying to figure out ways I, it's not a u-turn is it they they just they want to be able no. to do what they want to be able to do but without going back on the fact that they have said that we never um uh, you know that we don't share that data but now they're kind of saying we we are kind of having to share that data but we're doing it in such a way that you can't be identified so yeah and, and that can be via things like you know injection of uh noise as they call it so you know if if something is very low <laughs> as in you you live in the outer hebrides or something so there's only a few people they can add noise to make it even you know still hard to identify who it is um there you go anyway maps new design for maps um i really i think i must have skipped this whole section so map ma- maps it, it looked cleaner um again there was this emphasis that it'll be more proactive sort of suggestions based on you know, not only where you are, but it's at night, so you probably want to grab dinner or go out for a drink. You know, and that, I'm sure. Kind of I'm sure Maps is getting better, but still no Google Maps, right? No. Um, and they also showed you that within within Maps, it was dead easy to you know book a restaurant via an extension, mm-hmm. book a ride after it, and pay for it all. And I, and I guess the, the the kind of takeaway from that is that um, we don't need to put all this in the cloud and all your data. We'll rely on other services to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's I guess what Apple are saying. We've got maps; it's good enough, and we'll hook in. And it was a it's a pretty compelling demo when 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 they did it all. It was like what the heck, you know, to do all that from maps and just you know, and even yeah. even the kind of splitting the cost between people that was doing all that kind of stuff with these different apps and hooks. It was like that's that is really nice, clever business. Yeah. Okay, music. I <laughs> so I did quite like the presenter for this. She came on and she tried to hype everyone up, but everyone was a bit reserved and geeky so it never it didn't really work but i thought she did a good job she was the best presenter this is bozama st john she bozama st john and she even dealt with the fact that everyone was being a bit too geeky very well so i thought she did a good job Um, but but she she was talking about beats and really i was or beats and their music app and i was a bit bored by it all to be honest other than her presentation she was by far the best presenter i mean eddie q but she made me say eddie q was terrible he was, I thought he was—he wasn't as good as he normally is. No, he, 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 he was his all lines. Right. He, he, he sold what he was about to sell before he, he should have. Yeah. You know, he was like, "So come, like, does this, and we're going to, going to do the same." Oh, no, yeah, and then he, yeah, okay, he did have a couple of yeah. Um, but so, so music. Um, so, notwithstanding the great presenter, I guess the, the big shock was the all new design was like actually quite a big difference. Big bold font at the top. Um, you know, so, I just went meh though. 
Uh, so, so I'm I'm using Apple Music quite a bit. I know you're a Spotify okay, user. Okay, yeah, fair so enough. Me, that's probably just why I'm just not interested. Yeah, but so yeah. for me, I was like, ooh, that's nice. You know, I liked it. They've tried to simplify it. Still give you, because I get a, I get a lot out of the kind of curation that they're doing. Yes, yeah, so a now, lot of people have said that as well. Yeah, and they're now moving to daily curated playlists, which I think Spotify are doing um, and targeting a lot more about this is for you, this is for you. So they're doing the same. But again, it was just so much better that it wasn't it wasn't a an old white guy. Uh, and and she, she worked <laughs> the audience pretty well. <laughs> I I'm just, I just thought if with a different audience on a different day, I think that section could have been really good. Oh, absolutely, and, and I'm sure it's the kind of so WWC has always been a developer geek thing, and then recently yeah. they started bringing in bits of hardware releases, and people were like, oh well, that's fine. And then last year when they did the music launch, people were excited, but then it was like you spent forty minutes, and it was a really badly handled, it really yeah. jarred, and this year it was. Eddie's saying we've done all no music, but I'm not going to talk about it. She is. And then, yeah. and then she came on, did a really good 10 minutes. Um, you know, there was lyrics in there and she made a good a couple of good, you know, she just handled it really well. And as you said, oh. that's a cold audience. <laughs> yeah, I wonder whether um, I wonder whether that those kind of font direction shows maybe some future direction in apps. Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe I, I think it is because yeah. that you saw it in music and it was like, wow, that's a that's a bit of a step change. And it was the same changes in news. Yeah. So news also had this kind of design phase. They <clears throat> it's like they've taken it. They've taken what news was, which was sort of curated content for you shown up front. And they just kind of tweaked it, really. It didn't look like they got any radical new things other than this sort of new look and feel, really. Yeah, it, it, yes. Um, breaking news. Is breaking news and also subscriptions are back, which made me think, are, we, are, is, are they almost trying to rebuild what that old newsstand mm. was with subscriptions? But I actually like to look at it. I've used news a bit. It's not, it's not it's, too it's, bad. It's not on my daily cycle. I, I guess I've, I've dropped like Flipboard and a couple others as well. Right, okay. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of was like, I'm not getting much out of these. So it's stuck around. HomeKit, they got a new app now called Home, which drags everything together. It's basically a control panel for all your devices, and you can. It's a kind of you know just like kind of as you'd expect it to be. Now it's a bit more mature, so um, as you've got more devices, it can now do all the things that you'd expect it to do. Things like geofencing, your garage door opening when you're approaching, so you can switch all your lights to different moods or whatever, and switch things on and off based on what appliances you've got available to you that are smart. So. Yeah, I think this is a natural next step now that things are maturing a little bit. Uh, I think we'll see that enhance itself uh, coming, you know, soon. Um, on the actual phone, we're getting voicemail transcription. So it will, once it picks up a voicemail, it will try and show you in text what that's saying. Um, yeah, that sounds a nice, nice little tweak. Absolutely. And and VoIP apps integrate better now. So rather than it always being a separate. Yes, I, I, can I, I don't know. It was almost like a third class citizen or second class citizen, and it's it's now treated, treated the same. Yes, yeah, so I think that that's Apple conceding that phones are no longer really bought to be phones. <laughs> They're for all of everything else but being a phone. Uh, messages they've done a big tweak on that um rich links now so as everything is is they're unwinding content in place so if you link to a web page it'll pull out sort of a description and an image from that web page videos play in line camera is easier to use uh, emojis are much bigger so they're just they're not the teeny weeny things anymore i also give you you can emojify your uh, conversation if you really would like to so it'll take a sentence that you've written and shorten it down with emojis um added bubble effects so you don't just have to have a bubble that appears you can add 
a soft effect to it you can have a slam effect there's a couple of other different ways that it appears there was an, a sort of secret um like what they call it a, a reveal message so it come it comes all dusty and you have to sort of wipe it off you could do handwritten messages which i thought was quite a nice little touch um and again the kind of the watch type drawing you could do on your watch face and now they've put that into messages as well yeah oh background background effects as well yes no at first i was like i don't know rich links are nice and these other things are nice and three times bigger than emoji that's nice i even loved emojify the conversation i thought that's really nice but see when i started seeing the ball effects and 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 all the animations i was like jesus i'm really getting old because i know you said it a wee while ago you're getting old and i was like looking at this going oh no. you gotta remember this phone ain't just for you it is it um, has got it, it's definitely a little more i think we'd call it we'll call it fun right yeah uh, d- but don't forget on hangouts we regularly put dog noses on and uh, delight in the fact that we look stupid with dog noses on uh, so we are susceptible to stupidness so and i love emoji i must admit this, i do love my emoji so so yeah. so th- this look this was by far i think this was a massive upgrade again it was a bit of a flawed presentation the kind of two guys that came sure. out to do it kind of dropped they did fluff a it a bit. bit yeah i don't but, think it was all their fault <laughs> and, and and stickers don't forget stickers and third-party apps so we're, we're going to get stickertastic um so that don't, don't forget this, this is the whatsapp generation you know this yeah, is the absolutely. snapchat things you know they have to they have to compete in those so how things. many iMessage sticker apps packs are we going to see day one yeah you know it's 79 yeah. pence for star wars and 79 pence for halo and 79 pence for <laughs> they ain't getting my money yes um notes collaboration these are, so these were these are minor things that were yeah do you are there any that picked out that you thought were i thought notes to... collaboration was great because notes notes has been a, a really good app since the last version you know it's it's icloud syncs syncs everywhere and a lot of people have moved over to something like evernote because it just does enough for them um and 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 just the way you can easily you know from safari or from elsewhere yeah. so the fact that you can do some collaboration is interesting um, some live photo and split view safari again if you've got an ipad pro or a big ipad and split yeah. view to actually just be able to do the two safaris side by side nice um so that was about it dev preview today yep. beta july hey autumn for the release yeah then they went on to talk about swift and how they want to make this the number one language um so they've made swift playgrounds for ipad this is to encourage kids to go and program with it uh, in a kind of so it's basically like a basic programming tutorial but using the swift language um and it, they're going to release that for free so um that's hopefully going to get rolled out to schools and i guess for them it's a it's a very good thing to try and get people in, in interested and, in, uh, and there's a lot there i've seen people tweeting it they'll you know after 12 hours of hacking around somebody had hooked it up to github you know and, and started you know extending it all and adding yeah. so there's there's a lot there a lot there so that was that looked really good Different colours that we noticed throughout the presentation for the different operating systems. So it looks like watchOS is going to be yellow, tvOS is going to be purple, macOS blue, and iOS green. Yes, I'm sure whether we'll see the tie-ups between that sort of because they're in, they're kind of um, their invite, their digital invite they had online was all those different colours. Yes, so it all kind of did tie together. So I think they are kind of trail on through. Um, Yes, stock apps. So this was kind of happened after the announcement. You can now delete your Mac, your app, your sorry, your iOS stock applications on your device, uh, but you can then obviously reinstall them back from the uh, App Store. So I think that's made a lot of people happy. Yeah. Um, do, do, do you want the real shocker? They don't. De- they don't delete. 
So you, do they know that they just delete the icon? So they basically delete the icon, and it, and you're basically just applying a certificate from the App Store again to re-enable it. So you don't free up space. So if you're doing it from a space point of view, yeah, boo, that's that's ruined that one. Then I'm going to take that right out of the show notes. That can go stick itself. <laughs> However, Game Center has gone as an app. What has Game Center? Oh, okay, well, no one loaded it anyway, so it's fine. No, so that's it gone. Interesting but for the service bit. is still available, but yeah, okay. So you can still have the pop-ups, but, but yeah. you can't get to... Yeah, fair enough. I think that's fair enough. And differential privacy, we said we'd come back to that. So this is the yeah the, the heuristics of how do you collect user data without actually collecting data that can be ever be associated with one person? Because obviously any kind of... Even if you remove names from uh, a set of data with a little bit of mis, you know mis, uh, matching, you can um, pick out who that person is. It's not very difficult. So, you know, if, you know location time of day uh you know things like that can suddenly tie it to you and and it can be no one else so yeah this is the 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 science of making sure that can't happen yeah so so keynote wise it was two hours and, and I, I felt the ios stuff was stretched that messages one run on for about 15 minutes it was like yeah, it was, come because on. they 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 always do that kind of tell you what you're going to show you, show you it, and then tell you what they've shown you. But yeah. that one did feel a little bit like, yeah, we've just seen this three times. <laughs> I, I must admit, I didn't mind there being no hardware. I've got no issue with that. Some people were like, oh, there's a hardware. And it's like, I, I don't. Um... We've said that all the innovation is coming in software anyway, so that's fine. It is nice to have a bit of hardware to get your teeth into though isn't it it's you know it gives that kind of nice solidity that it's not because you know feature after feature after feature after two hours it literally did just run one as the other and i was like well i don't even know what i'm looking at now yeah um so but yeah it's a developer conference it's designed to tell developers what they can do and i think they got that over yeah absolutely and and even today i mean today's my five-year anniversary of my imac so again wow. it's, it's nice that that you know in three months time i'll you know mac os era on it and and they'll be able to do new things. And uh, part of me still likes that whole, you know, the, the older machines are very well supported by Apple. Yeah, yeah. No, they really are. And so my iPad's still massively old. My iMac is pretty old now. Yeah, like like you say, it's all it's all still running well and, you know, running reliably. Okay, so that's that was WWDC and good grief. We're 40 minutes already. Yes, well done us. It was always going to happen. Let's push on. Um, Microsoft... <laughs> In a move that can only be described as what the um, bought LinkedIn, and not only did they buy LinkedIn, they bought it for twenty six point two billion dollars. The, te- the temptation when I put this in as a headline was to say Microsoft spunked twenty six point two billion. <laughs> yeah. on, on buying. I'm glad it's not just me that was thinking exactly that because <laughs> what the hell? It's it's like the, I don't know if it's different in the US, but it is like the most hated network in the UK by a long way. It's it's hated. Um, it always feels disingenuous. It always feels spammy. It's it always... definitely spammy is the first word that comes to mind. Uh, I, I know there's just a bit of a stench around. Even when you go on the website, it's not the best looking, and and it's not. A... So yes, it's a social media site, but it never feels like a social media site. I know some no. people use it. Talk as about that. shadow profile as well. Yeah, Talk about it's hideous. Profile. And that whole, yeah. you know, don't send me emails. Okay, I won't send you an email, but I'll send you an email to the main. But this one we thought was really email. important, so we actually disregarded your requirement. And yeah, no. so so I I I, yeah. I really struggled, and and the wow. article talks about why, and they said it was like you know it's a, it's a key missing piece in the company strategy to build out services for enterprises. I'm like, really? 
Well, I mean, it, it has got yeah. a strong enterprise link, right? But only because it's jobs. <laughs> and, I mean, they have got Linda stuck up there, um, you know, up at their sleeve, which and is a nice does... purchase. But that 26 point whatever billion, again, I just, I just, I'm, if, I, how many members have they got? Because they haven't got a great deal of membership. Uh, where is it? 433 million users. So how many, you know, how many how thousands many and thousands active? of pounds is that per user? It's massive. And how many are actually active? You know, that, that, yeah, that, none. That are, that are like, and, it, and, and I, so I do see it. There's, there's people that look to be commenting and doing things, but, but it, it seems, I don't know, sparse. And the interesting thing was it wasn't, you know, Microsoft weren't the only ones. So the rumor, the rumor was, because there's, there's a couple of big, there's a couple of big, you know, accountancy firms basically representing them as they were, as they were bidding for this, that it was um, Salesforce. So maybe it was one of those, I'm not letting Salesforce grow any bigger. We have to, you know, we need this type of company in our portfolio. because Maybe they accidentally bid too high and thought, well, we'll push this company out of business by putting, you know, letting them bid just that once more and they called their bluff or something. I don't know, but it just, it's such a ridiculous amount of money for me. And, and, I, and I, I still think, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me, you know, three years time, two years time, maybe three or four years time. There's a statement about how they've had to write off, you know, $10 billion. You know, the same with they did with Nokia. Nokia was a recent purchase for $8 billion, which a couple of years later, yeah, we need to write that off because it's a turd. And it wouldn't surprise me if this ended up, you know... And and the bit that got me was, so, so Microsoft price dropped 4%, but LinkedIn sales price doubled because well, they paid did, double the price. I mean, it was like the because sale... they were because they paid so far over the odds. Exactly, you know. So it's like they paid one hundred ninety six dollars per share when it was trading at one hundred thirty one. It's like that's... I mean, even one hundred thirty one is still an awful lot of money, I think, for LinkedIn. But yeah, that's just my. I don't know. It's just maybe maybe our country is not seeing the benefits of this. And you know, I don't know. As I said, I'm I'm actually surprised, and I certainly think it's a more well, clear it's a more enterprisey thing. But you know, I do meet people week to week and and after meeting them i get a linkedin invite and it's let's let's stay in touch you know and that's yeah i, I get it as well yeah uh, i get that so there's, there's, but i like to say shadow profile is also frightening on that thing because i don't think it, it, is. Is, you know, it is it knows far too much that uh, you know their links are so <laughs> but I, I never expected that much money from no. microsoft for a company like that I mean, we talk about bubble. But I mean, maybe the bubbles are so big now. They're just, they're actually these whole organizations spending so much. They've got so much cash that they just, they disregard the fact. They, they don't even know the value of these things anymore. They're just, you know, it's like premiership football. just totally gone nuts with the But, but then that's, that was always the, the bubble, you know, and eventually it does. Well, American baseball went through a massive stink, didn't it? When it tried to retract, you know, trying to shrink everything down to a reasonable size again. But anyway, uh, Gorka was filed for bankruptcy so this Gorka was having I think we mentioned this it's probably two months ago something like that maybe three um, they're having a court case for a Hulk Hogan um, story they ran and a sex tape they put on their video uh, on their, their site uh, Gorka's always known for being outrageous in their kind of just clickbait and things like that anyway they, they did get sued and they are being asked to pay their um, bill so the jury awarded them 100, uh, 140 million in, in uh, compensation to Hulk, um, and basically they, they were hope they were going to, they, well they did, and they are um, appealing it, but they've been told they have to pay the money before that appeal is finished. So, uh, yeah, Nick Denton is the, he's the UK guy that he's the kind of entrepreneur who set up Gorka and a number of other. He's done lots of other things, um, but it looks like he is that this one's going down. 
Yeah, and so so the, the bit I didn't like about this and, and the, the Gawker.com website has, has put up some hideous, horrendous stories over, over its time. You know, you look at it and you're just like, that's that's not newsworthy and it shouldn't be reported. But they also have um Jezebel and Deadspin and IO9 and Gizmodo, so pretty well respected sites. The the issue for me was that this was all funded by Peter Thiel. So it wasn't Hulk Hogan, because people were saying, How does Hulk Hogan manage to take this to court? Peter Thiel funded his trial going to court and it's turned out he's funded a number of trials against Gawker. So, so he's just so, yeah, so taking basically what, what what the, the, the kind of spin on this is a billionaire shut down a site, a billionaire yeah. shut down a company and that's the bit Because he's saying because someone's saying something he doesn't like, yeah. Yeah. So he said, I'm not having it. I'll I'll waste I've got billions. I'm going to shut you down. Uh, and that that's the bit. So where and it's back to there's that we've covered it a number of times and it's hard freedom of speech. Do you have it or not? Are you allowed to say anything you like? Yes or no? And all, yeah, and, and, and Gorka was the one that probably, they always deliberately sailed so close to the wind and they even went too far. They even said they went too far and they they, they did pull back from mm. that brink and yeah. they kind of did become a little bit more respectable. Um, but, I, you know, they, they were playing with fire and they have been severely burnt. But, that you know, they, they reckon it's not the end of Gorka and, you know, the, the, the people writing those stories and the sites that are under them still going to, you know, they still have things to say. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Sky is going to air the first UK, the UK's first 24 hours esports TV channel. Uh, so esports is really picking up and big organizations are picking up on the fact that it's picking up. Um, and there is um, some serious money being invested. Uh, yes. Um, the, as you say, lots of money, and it'll be interesting. We've, I guess, we've watched a little bit more of esports this year, probably just because of Halo. Um, yeah, for me, just that's that's it. Halo. I I tuned into a couple of other things, but you have to. I think you have to have played the game to understand and sort of get it. Yeah. So this is. Um, I'm just. I, I thought I was going to say it kicks off next month, but then I'm, now that I've said that, I think I'm talking rubbish. Yeah. Whenever it's you know the fact that it's happening, it's happening. It's amazing, really. Um, but yeah, the FIFA sort of tournaments and and it, it, we're going to come on to the E3 um, <laughs> in the second hour of our podcast. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, but they, they're talking about this new arena on, on Xbox to, for proper competitive play and things like that. And all these things are really starting to focus in on the fact that there's some money to be made for organizations here, you know. Uh, you know, if essentially sport at its you know most raw is just two people competing or a series of people competing, and and why can't computer games offer that? It's the same thing. Uh, and I've 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 um, held much the same view. You know, if you can if you can, you know, if you get you get a thrill out of football, you get a thrill out of any sport, you get a thrill out of darts. Why can't you get the same thrill out of two people competing through a? Well, let's face it. People watch people watch games of you know uh, like poker and stuff on TV. It's yeah. big. You know, people are happy to sit there and watch people compete at poker. It's, it's, yeah, you know, it's, so I think this has got legs. I really do. And I know, yeah. in, I know, in the Far East and America, it's starting to take off. I really think it's, and, and it'll. It, I, I think I, the Far East has taken off and yeah. disappeared. I think yeah. it's just it's it's Europe and and America is is bigger, but Europe was is definitely lagging behind it. Yeah, so. and and this is it's also going to be as, as part of the kind of sports groupings on Sky as well. So it's definitely not a, an, an entertainment area somewhere so i think that's the right call you know it is a sport sony did confirm that they are going to be releasing a high-end playstation 4 although again no details of it it's going to be expensive it's rumored to be codenamed neo but no real details other than the fact that i guess they're keeping up with the announcements that microsoft have been making about their 
their new projects um but yeah it is going to be coming it's going to be focused it can be 4k focused and and their their direction is if you've got a 4k tv and need the extra pixels you're going to buy our enhanced playstation if you've just got a 1080p um box you're going to be buying our standard playstation and the majority of things will work on both yeah it, it, it's, it's weird so they did this before e3 and it was basically to say this is coming but we're not going to talk about it e3 because if we're not got the games ready the hardware's not ready and, and i guess they didn't want to spoil the message at e3 um but they wanted to acknowledge it they did talk about its upgraded version of support 4k tv sets but I just don't think it's going to. It's going to. I don't think it'll have the power to do 4K gaming because when the, when the current consoles we've got now came out, they said they're, they're ready for 4K, and it was like they're not even ready for 1080p. Yeah, and, they. they, they I was going to say they don't even make it 1080p. Yeah, and some of the rumours around the, the, the Neo, as it's been codenamed, the, the PS, new PS4, was that it basically meant you you could do some basic 4K, but it was more about 4K video streaming, as in Netflix mm. or yes. or iPlayer or whatever, um, and. And it was more that, you know, if you've released a game on PS4, it'll work fine. Uh, and it might be, you know, like that 900p and it might be 30 frames per second, but on a Neo, it'd be 1080p, 60 frames per second. Yeah. And also, I think it helps power the VR. Yes, that, that's the big thing at the moment. It's just the ability to push extra pixels around me. Yeah. All right, so that was just ahead of E3, and then we did have E3 itself. So um, let's pick out some highlights for that. So EA talked about fifa 17 of course they did so frostbite engine and they're going to add a story mode yeah i don't care about story mode the frostbite engine is interesting and it, it should it should shake up how it currently plays because a change in engine usually happens every sort of three to five years and, and it, it always it, means that everyone throws down their controllers in disgust and says i'm never playing this again and then a bit of it later they say actually it's quite good yeah <laughs> so we'll see Am I right? Yeah, I am definitely right. Yes. Uh, Titanfall 2, uh, they're adding a story mode to this as well, so it's no longer just an online game. They're going to add a story mode, which, again, I think will help their sales, although we we did play Titanfall for a good long period. I think it was partly because there was nothing else around at the time, but um, you know, it was still a good game. We had it, we got a good lot of um, fun out yeah, of it. Yeah, and it was a fun game. As you say, it was, the Xbox One was light on launch, Yeah. Um, and this came out about six months after, and graphically, it's quite. I remember it being quite you know, it's quite jerky. It's good. And, it's grimy and yeah. It was, but it looked stunning and just the whole yeah. when you called in your Titans for the first time, it's like way and, yeah, and it, it felt was, felt very, very solid yeah, game. And, they did and, a good job. As a new as a new um what do you call it? Uh brand genre? if you, brand? Brand Buff. brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to to bring a new name to the market and then have that success. Especially I think it was was it Xbox exclusive? I can't remember. So the first one was, but this yeah. one's gonna be on yes. PS4 as well. And and I don't know if you took a look at the video, but I quite liked it looked like they were emphasizing because if you remember as a pilot you could wall run and do sorts yes. of things and now you've got a grappling hook so it lets you get a lot more mobile and a lot of different places but there was there was like the, the video finished with you um ejecting out of your titan and your opponent ejecting out of their titan and then you grapple hooked him over and punched him and killed him <laughs> yeah. and it was like nice there yeah he showed battlefield one so this is world war one um in their kind of battlefield model so i think the huge 64 versus 64 battles on dedicated servers and plus i like the look of this this look nice did you, i'm i'm you, jaded done? and tired by it and just I, I i have been for a while yeah i i got arm expressions going on then you <laughs> think uh yeah i just it's uh, i've seen it i've seen it all before and the, even the battlefield model like i can never I, i've got into occasional battlefield games but just not 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 for very long. I've all, they, I, they annoy me. Uh, no, okay. 
I've always enjoyed Battlefield more than like Call of Duty. I guess that was always the two big matchups: Battlefield, Call of Duty, Battlefield, Call of Duty. And mm. I've, I've, I've always preferred Battlefield. I think I had a, a, it was one of the last PC games I got. Not the last, but it was like Battlefield 1942, and then it was a Vietnam one, and then that's when I moved to Mac just as that came out. And then when it on console, I've really enjoyed them. There's been a couple of that were a bit. I think the last one when it came out, you know, online wasn't the best straight away, but. But there's just a couple of nice I bought things. that and I played it once. And and that's and it's not because the game was bad. Yeah. It's just that if you drop into the game late, um yes. you yeah. you just feel so utterly dead. Just, dead. You feel like, dead. like a pincushion. You know, yeah, it's, it's funny. I, yeah, it's a bit like how I felt with that Star Wars battlefront and the big mm. map mode. Seeing the smaller maps, I, I felt it played fine. Seeing when it was the bigger ones, it just felt like I'm getting shot from everywhere. I can't get into this. People I love... can't figure out where to go, what to do, no. and how to do it. No, but I mean, nevertheless, I did play on a friend's battlefield, um, the Star Wars one. It does feel epic, you know. There's no doubt there's some magic gaming moments to be had in it. It's just for me. I'm just tired. I think I'm just tired of certainly of World War One shooters and stuff. I just I think I've yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's very clever. It's just a bit beyond me now. I think maybe anyway. Um. Bethesda, um, what do they talk about? Quake Champions. So this is an uh, online-only multiplayer game, basically. Arena style. Yep. Uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Let's get on. Let's go Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Again, bit meh about Ghost Recon right now. I did play some of their older ones, but it just felt a little bit too... Um, processed, I guess it feels all that kind of just you're on rails and all that kind yeah, of Go- stuff. So. so, Ghost Recon, the sweet spot was always the, the, the early ones, Blind Siege and four on four and five on five, mm-hmm. and and see the actual single player bits of it. I just didn't think. Well, so that's I did strong. play through a couple of them, and and they they ended up just being that you know, yep. just set piece after set piece, and I, yes. and I, from the videos I've seen of this, it's it's more of the same. It's just yes. set piece after set piece. Watch Dogs Two after the Watch Dogs sort of meh. I think Watch Dogs Two is going to have to try very hard to try and recover some of that. Uh, For Honor, that was just uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, to be uh, honest, the rest of the resource I thought was pretty poor. So yeah, division. If you're into your division, then they got a big sort of expansion coming, which is nice. So the Microsoft presentation um, started off with a kind of bang with their um, Xbox One S project. This is their kind of mid-term box, really. So it's coming effectively. It's the same Xbox with some additional power to shift 4K video. This is this felt like kind of the the PlayStation what PlayStation have announced, um, but the Xbox version. So it's 40% smaller than the existing box, but it's also got the um, power integrated into it. So the actual power pack is no longer external. So it looks it looks good. It looks like a really nice device. It can stand up vertical or or lie down. Uh, and I was like, wow great move this looks good yeah i, th- um, I, th- I actually because i saw a leak the day before and i was like that doesn't look that small but then when you see it compared to the current hulk and the fact it powers integrated it's like that's a big big difference massive yeah and, and the fact that you get the extra hdr gaming um and 4k video and the you know the size the storage size space in there is uh, is decent as well compared to the, the yeah I, th- I actually think it's a really good you know, like, and I guess it just feels weird because it feels a bit early for a mid-console update. But but it's been around for longer than you think. It's, it's been three years, and yeah. and and also, um, 
I think I think Sony are saying the same. We're in a different world now. You know, we're in a yeah. diff- we're used to our mobile phones changing every year, yeah. if not two years. Um, it's, it, so there's just there's just a, a feeling that you need to change more. And Microsoft are doing this thing about merging with PCs. It does feel like they are saying every three years you're probably going to upgrade your consoles now. It does yeah. feel more like that. Uh, and so this is is this out? Um, is August. This out? August, yes. So August, August is when this three hundred dollars. So I don't really know. good price point as well. Yeah. So uh, as I said, design wise, I thought it was really strong, really, really nice. And the only, and as as people have said, and I totally agree with this, the only downside to this great bit of hardware is the fact that they also announced in a kind of more kind of just secretive way um, that they're bringing out a brand new Xbox called Project Scorpio, even though it's going to be effectively in it you know the xbox one it's not really it's the next version of xbox uh called project scorpio this is going to have serious new bits of hardware and serious new graphical support and this is their their move into the kind of vr arena so it's going to be allow you know have the power to do 4k and the power to do um, vr uh, and it did look like a, from the specs that they kind of t- t- tickled around it does sound like it's got serious serious hardware yeah behind so it. it's uh... I still find it weird that they did this announcement because, as you said, you know, new one in August, and then they kind of finished off with Scorpio, which is run. I don't know if you want to know about it, it's on all the gaming forums anyway, so yes. it's been rumored there. And, and again, it's just they talked about six. The fact that all the rumor sites talked about six teraflops, and then they came out on stage and said it's got to have six teraflops of power. It was like, what does that mean? You know, so, so well, I, it just means mean, that means it means a shed load of data processing yeah, power, doesn't it? But then, but then people have already then said if you look at the current high-end graphics cards that can or, or that are maybe doing 4K yeah. at a reasonable frame rate, they are a lot more powerful than that. So yeah. people are already saying, well, it's probably 4K at a push and maybe 30 frames per second. And and then he talked about how it's still an Xbox One platform. So if a game comes out. For your current Xbox One or the Xbox yep. One S, it's the same game on on the Project Scorpio device. But again, it got all muddy again, didn't it? That's because yeah, and then they're back... making these promises which they know they can't keep. I think that's the problem. And it's back to it's not the same game because I know if I'm getting you know if I'm getting 1080p and 60 frames per second, and you're sitting at 30 frames per second, 900p, I'm going to have a far better experience. My online's going to be feeling a lot well, better. This... You know, this all come. It all comes down to, um, yeah. It just, it just, it all comes. I can't even remember what I was gonna say. It, you <laughs> know, those games that get released on, they get released on Xbox One. So it's the transitional period between two generations, and they get released on both generations. And I have to say, nearly all the time at that point. You look at the next generation version. You look back to the previous generation, and there's not much difference. They 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 get very very good on, at late generation of making good games, and they get they're not so good at the beginning of a new generation so there's not much difference and and i guess in the pc world they've they've got the skill to be able to have a game that you develop which is super high def that then you know can be scaled back for a lower end machine so they 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 are you know proficient at that and all they're doing is rolling the xbox into that market now it doesn't mean i agree with this i don't agree with this this at the moment i mean maybe i'll change my mind but at the moment i don't I went into the console market because I was sick of chasing the PC market. Yes. And I think I. a lot of people were exactly the same. And the Xbox offered that really nice situation where it was it was kind of almost ahead of the PC market at the time and therefore was going to give it a nice, stable platform. Now, there, you know, Xbox 360 and Xbox One have both trailed the PC market. They haven't been ahead of the time. So that's why they always 
you know struggle after you know a couple of years to actually still look decent uh, and maybe that's maybe they just figure they can't be ahead of the market because that stuff just doesn't exist anymore um you know because they the pc market moves still so quick and, and the weird bit was he talked he talked so much but talked so little so he kept on yes. talking about vr without saying it's oculus or without saying yes it's they, again because they don't know is the answer to no. that because they're talking about autumn 2017 so we're still yeah. talking you know a year and a bit away you know, so it's. Uh, but uh, again, I'll probably there see if it's a far more capable box. But but it da- it will stop me buying the Xbox One S because oh, I'm thinking I'll just hold on to my Xbox for a bit longer and then yeah. and then the real step up happens. So that if if you haven't got an Xbox and you want to get into the Xbox Arena, which a lot of PlayStation users maybe are now starting to see some exclusives they do want to play because that always happens. The the one the the One S is the is the one that you'd buy now, isn't it? You wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't go and buy the original. No. Why would you do that? kind of thing so yes there will be some purchases but i just think it's a big it's a big upgrade to then say massacre your, then, your sales by, by telling you about something that's coming next year we're we're probably still more of a kind of hardcore gaming market you know so casual casual gamer or gamer that you know family oriented it might be it's just too much you know and that's yeah. too big of a push uh, they announced their new controller that's going to be coming with the One S, but also backward compatible. So, but the big thing on that is you've got a configurator, so you can go and configure that to your heart's content as far as colours go. Um, well, we see a yellow, brand new. Well, joypads. not now. They got my Pro One. Oh, not now they got my Pro, one. pro One's unless I can buy a Pro One that's yellow. <laughs> uh, I might just buy a yellow one just for spite. <laughs> just, 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 just to say, hey, look at this. Uh, I guess the other thing that's so there's a couple of little changes in it, so it's a bit more grippy. And they've changed how it feels, but also it's Bluetooth. Um, yes. So it looks like it'll just work with Mac PC, you know, with yeah, no so need they, for crazy drivers. And <clears throat> I guess this is to bring in all that Oculus style of stuff that they want yes. to bring together and make sure it can all work like that. Another so, little yeah. bit that I tagged on somewhere in the notes, but they can, they can, they, they, they confirmed in an article today that yeah, Xbox One mouse and keyboard support. It's only a few months away. Which again mm. is like okay, this it's is really is a PC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh xbox play anyway was obviously a massive part of everything that they were announcing during the thing so this is the concept that you buy one game and you can play it then anywhere you like whether that be on your pc or on your xbox or on even on tablets in certain situations so that's coming it's i guess underlying it's it's not going to change things too much because the platforms that they build on xbox i think are pc you know it's basically a pc platform so yeah so why wouldn't it work um yeah, and then they did other announcements. Where did so live got some stuff around clubs, so you can actually pull together a consistent group of friends and drop in and out of the club, like like in a voice text chat room. So instead of having to party up all the time, it's almost like having yeah. a permanent thing. And and they're talking about esports. So again, yeah, arena. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. And then and then they showed lots of games, and most of those games look very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Forza Horizon Three, I thought looked really good, and but, but Forza Horizon. So that was an interesting, weird, slow burner for me. I had the game since launch, and I didn't play it at all. And then suddenly, I came into a barren patch of gaming, and I f- flicked it on, and boom! I didn't stop playing that for probably two months. Yeah. So I guess you'd be looking at this thinking, "Yep, I'm picking that one up." <clears throat> yes and no, because I I don't know what it's going to offer me different. Oh, okay, okay. So 
is it going to off? Because I've done because I played it to death relatively recently. Would it be another one where I buy and I think oh, I've done it all done all this? But maybe that's the one you can tuck away and say, you know what, I'll pick that up in February when it's a bit quieter and yeah, I'll get it for half price. So recall still they're t- t- chatting away around recall, but that's still no, no real sight of when that's coming out. I don't think. Yep. Um, and then it was Halo Wars Two beta. And Halo Wars Two as the beta's out now. If you want to go and download that, and Gears of War. I'm, I even Gears of War. One the one thing it always had going for it is it looked amazing, right? Yep. And this one I thought looked pretty poor. Yeah. I, I thought it looked. The, I didn't think the shadows. I didn't think the grime. I didn't think any of it was really there. It totally lost its appeal for me. Just, yeah, it's, it's and dead. Me too. And when me. I remember the first one and I really enjoyed it, mm. and then the second one it was some of the so co-op much. in that first one was amazing as well yep. with the spotlight to stop the little the bats getting you and stuff. Yeah, really and that and that whole thing where you could see where your where your partner was and you were doing different parts parts of the mission. It was the first yeah, really one. Really clever. Remember the bits where you were in different levels. Yeah. So you could you know you were shooting exactly. up to and help you could see the walkings past and yeah, yeah very yeah. very clever 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 stuff. And yeah. like I say, it, for me it's. Uh, the, they, they are the extraordinaires of set piece and half the time you're just watching the screen it's like oh, but it, and it's not like it ever has nice little waves it's just relentless and it's just like oh. so so one thing i was disappointed about <laughs> crackdown 3 yeah it's been delayed so that was kind of conspicuous by its absence in that i think they had the slots ready for it and it, it i think they had to pull it last minute yeah is and, my guess and then after the conference after their main keynote they basically said yep here's the website and it's uh it's next year and because i think it crept into a it crept into one of their summary videos there was a bit on crackdown and i thought but i haven't seen a video on that and it's because yeah i think it was a late pull that one yeah so now that was microsoft and i thought the actual overall presentation it was fun to watch they showed some good games it looks like it's quite vibrant and i quite like the fact that they've got the two bits of hardware that got kind of people interested um sony didn't go down the hardware route so their announcement was very much around games all focus on games um, yep. so God of War uh, which seemed to be a bit more it didn't say too it was just a video it didn't say too much about it and it, you, you saw like you know kind of father child thing going on it was a bit strange um, but looked looked really good last, looked, uh, the graphics looked amazing yeah Last Guardian so this game that's been in development for 10 years is, is out this year <laughs> you're right <laughs> um, so Resident Evil 7 um, it was out in January, yep. and it was a big emphasis on from a VR perspective. Yeah, and, and again, lots of lots of after show comment about how it's probably well suited to VR because they're losing lots of tricks and effects like they did with the original Resident Evil. Which uh, and it, uh, did you play the original Resident Evil? Which when it came out, um, it kind it's, of it's mass... a series that passed me. I have played these games, but so they used to be Resident fixed Evil, camera angles and stuff. And yeah, stuff. but but what it was also masking was things like. That was PS1, and they were still getting their heads around disc technology. So when it came to loading a level, they did things like, let's make this door you know, creak open really slowly, yeah, and so it built the tension. Yeah. But what it was masking was the levels loading. Um, yeah. So they reckon this is why this is such a good candidate for VR, not only from the shock. Okay. And, and, and Sony were quite open. They, they believe horror is one of the main things that they see around VR, because it's just... VR to- is dead dead scary yep. really scary and like properly emotively scary as in yes. punch people around you scary yes and, and so this is the whole this is a whole thing and, and also it kind of masks it because you can dark and low you know so you're not you don't you worry about massive textures everywhere and you can have small corridors and it narrows the focus yeah. and it also takes it from the computing power down so we'll see crash bandicoot don't care and no, um, call okay. of duty infinite war demos on space don't care um yep. spider-man ps4 uh, it looked looked quite nice, but 
But the Spider-Man games, again, they've passed me by, but they always got good reviews. Yeah. And I think if I went and played the old games, I think I'd enjoy them now. I think I've never the, really understood them, yeah. but they're always that nice open world exactly. game. Exactly. It's that, that whole, you know... I can Along the Batman, sure. Arkham City you know, and stuff my like web, that. get anywhere, yeah. and it's all big and fast and grand. Um, yeah. So Death Stranding was, 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 was a bit strange. So this is Hideo Kojima um made a surprise appearance and remember he did he did like a a, a, a kind of demo a kind of like a cancel silent hill project um with um norman reedus so the guy from walking dead and and, and it got canned and this was alongside um, guillermo de toro so nobody knows if this is a follow-up because it does feature um norman reedus again and there wasn't really much said, but everybody got super excited and we're all like, oh, that's a surprise. Didn't hear it. You know, and I guess that's what, what's nice about E3 sometimes. There's just yeah. games that come out of nowhere and you're like, oh, didn't know anything about this. Nobody knew anything about it. And it's all a big shock. Um, they also launched some sort of sex toy. Um, <laughs> I think it's a gun. So there, was, so there was no, Sony had said there's no hardware, but there was one new hardware. It was a, a, a basically a VR gun. How um, do we make a gun not look like a gun so that we can sell it and feel good about ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> so this was like a little triggery gun thing and a little joy stick further on it and basically a pink ball at the end so it can get picked up. Um, but this was for a game called Farpoint and people that played it said it was fantastic in VR with this, with this um, peripheral. I uh, saw. So I played the on the Vive. I played the. I don't know what it's called. Manhattan Alien. It's, it's like zombies come and pile in on your location, and and it doesn't matter what the device. I because you, you're holding the Vive's controller, which is just a standard controller. It doesn't really matter what that looks like because in the game, whenever you move your controller, you can see that it's a gun, and it's so therefore, it, in your head, it feels like a gun. This thing felt like a proper handgun. So <laughs> it's like I say. Remember, I said it punch people scary vr yep. this game i nearly punch people <laughs> so um yeah so having it with a trigger i guess is nice but then most controllers have a trigger anyway like i say yes. your brain gets tricked into believing whatever you're holding Absolutely. is really it's, uh, so i don't think it needs to look like a gun and this thing kind of like i say it does half look like a gun with a pink knob on the end <laughs> yes and this is out october 13th alongside psvr and they confirmed a number of games and some of them look quite nice you know there was yeah. a star wars battlefront there was an x-wing vr mission which looked quite nice and there's some batman stuff in there that looked quite nice again farpoint we just covered so sony have done a, a fairly good job and it looks like an interesting set of release titles for playstation vr so I'm looking forward to it still. And that, yeah. So and and it's not long really now. Um, before uh, you know it, summer will be over, and then you'll be you'll be picking it up, and you'll be well happy. I mean, it's what fourteen weeks. You'll be well happy up until they tell you you have to buy the enhanced hardware to really get the most out of it. Four months. I can't yeah. count. Four months. So friend of the show, Bombs, has now got his Oculus, and he is uh, currently away in the land of virtual reality. So we I... will get a feedback. I, I, yeah, remind, don't even go there. The um, boggles what he's what he's watching. Yeah. So we will get feedback on um, what he thinks of that. I, I know already he's been playing some racing games with it, and he said the immersion is just ridiculous. So he, he yeah. So it sounds like he's having a good time with that. All I can think of is <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, yeah exactly. But <laughs> so I, yeah, I want to go and try this stuff out. See whether it's anything like the real thing. Um, Nintendo's announcement pretty much came down to Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I didn't watch this announcement. Did you watch the announcement? I watched a couple of little video takes from it. Yeah. And, and some it's of, Zelda. 
people love Zelda. Yep, some of the video looked great. Some of the gameplay bits I thought looked really sucky. Um, and it, and it comes out next year in Wii U and the NX, which they are already confirmed. So we still know no details on the NX, do we? No. Or very few details on the NX. And they did no. say before E3, we are not going to tell you anything about anything other than this. And they, yeah. they were true to their word. Yeah, it was an hour-long presentation about Zelda. Great. <laughs> Which is a long use of an hour-long presentation. So um, I guess they're pinning everything on Zelda then. Um, true to form. I, I, I really hope Nintendo put it out. I really hope they do. I, you know, I, I, come I, on. I've got to the point I don't really care. No, I know that's a which shame. Which is a shame it? because they, they, I, I mean, it's funny because I think if you are, and it's like as a kid when I was playing Pilot Wings, I always used to think in the future this is going to feel so realistic. Mm. But even just a simple Pilot Wings and a VR headset, and maybe it's just they can't do things like that because it just makes you sick. You know, we're just yeah, it's, yeah, it's, and it's, it's it's true. If any any fast movement, especially you know, up and down, like, is like Wipeout. I always thought Wipeout would be amazing in a VR environment. Make, you know, I just, think it would make you sick. Just yeah. the fact that you're in that cockpit and 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 even if it doesn't around, make you sick, oh. it will make you want to fall over, even if you're sat down. So yes, yeah. so I think it's just being realistic about what some of these maybe with the hardware where it is right now and the immersion and just where they are with the technology. There's certain things that just can't be done. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, we are into the second hour. Well done, us. Um, anyway, we're very nearly there. So you've, if you if you got this far, you're still listening to us. Well done. You are very very nearly there. But that uh, just our final bit of news was on how well did everything do according to kind of social media, I guess. Um, and Facebook have said that Sony Sony slammed it. They yep. They kind of nailed it. Um, Microsoft were second, but quite a distant second. They're, Microsoft are only kind of peaking slightly above. Um, some of the other announcements by Bethesda and um, you know EA and things like that. So, but Sony's little spike was pretty pretty extreme. Uh, yeah, and maybe no surprise because I think it was a good show for them. But also they've got they've, they've got more than double the install base of Xbox One and, and right that, now. That's it. I I do, and I I don't know if this is a prediction too far. I do think the hardware next year for Microsoft. If it is substantially in, you know, in excess of what PlayStation are, I think that's another reason why PlayStation are being really cagey about what it, what it is at the moment because I think they're waiting to see. But remember, yes. both times it's been the person who's come out with the hardware first who's kind of nailed this. Well, the, the, so the, this this the, the rumors around Neo are that it's four point eight teraflops of power, mm. and and obviously Microsoft have kind of nailed the six teraflops of power. Mm. Um, and, and power isn't everything so I think we saw if I go back years and years and years the Saturn was by far the more powerful console yep. but it was a pig to program and, and it's and it, and exactly and it the same with the old PlayStation 3 wasn't it it was Dreamcast theoretically how, how always how much more better powerful. was Dreamcast mm. compared to everything else and, yep. it, and, it, and I loved the Dreamcast it had so, it so many good games on it and it, and it nobody wanted a water-cooled console <laughs> <laughs> and it was great um, and so but I think Oh, this feels like last row of the dice for Microsoft for me. I, I, but I, but I, I have this weird suspicion. I know they've been toying with chucking it all in anyway, but I just I think they might do well out of this. No, no, don't get me wrong, I think they will do well as well because I think, I think the platform has matured quite a bit compared to the launch. The launch was terrible. The message was yeah. terrible. The marketing was terrible. The game's choice was pretty poor. And um, and Sony caught up with... I mean, the fact, the fact that Sony was a better platform for doing multiplayer was a shocker. Yes, ridiculous, ridiculous. It just, just yeah. and, and people were bagged for that. Sorry if you don't know what bagged means. It means sack. Mm-hmm. You know that was something that was sackable. You know to lose that lead and lose that 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 advantage was criminal. 
yeah, suddenly all the money they're losing are not getting back on games, and that was the whole point. You know? Yeah, so so I, I I do think it's it's and the thing is they've sold more Xbox Ones at this point in the life cycle than they have of Xbox Three Sixties. So is that are, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. a people see it as a well, Sony stomped on them, but Sony's just captured a massive market. They've, they've, Sony recaptured, I think, recaptured their market. They've recaptured, really, yeah. but they've, I think they've tried to expand out beyond that core because the core's only so much. So they've mm-hmm. tried to go out a little bit further and they've succeeded in that. Yeah, because a lot of the people that have an Xbox will have an Xbox uh, PlayStation Four. That's just how it kind of works around that core of gamers. Anyway. Yep. Um, oh, okay. Is, there is one little bit of gaming yep. news I thought I would add in, which I've not mm-hmm. got there. Um, but you know that the the, the game that myself and, and Paul Bomb have got most out of is Golf Club. Yeah, we've, we've played that. We still play it weekly. Bomb nailed. This week is starring in the US Open. He has he's had an, an amazing tournament. So he's um, he's in the top ten. Oh, wow. and he's doing really well so well played um, but Golf Club 2 is coming out next year um, okay. so new engine um, doing a lot around, around clubs within it that they didn't do before have they and said anything about that kind of turn based multiplayer they've said the they... multiplayer is going to be improved but not too much That's... so they're not changing away from the model in other words no but it's even just to have better gut and again see because I've got so much out of that game for so little investment Yeah, um, it's like You're... take my money yeah, yeah, just take it now, yeah. It, yeah. It's such a... It, see, see and, I, and I doubted it. If I, I, mean, I, I was one of the first that put in a little chat group about, this game's coming out and it's going to have user-generated courses. I don't know if I'll, how good it'll be. And it was just... A, but but it is really good, you know, yeah. and it's... The user-generated courses, some of them are magnificent. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Golf Club 2. And, and, and I mean, it's the fact that you can do your course and it works on any platform is fantastic. You know, yeah. so it's... They've nailed that bit of it, and this should just be a kind of an extension on. So, well done there. Um, my only other bit of news this week is I bought a new phone. It's not here yet, but I bought a new phone. What did you buy? I bought almost spare of the moment, but a OnePlus Three. This oh, is oh, um, this is the one that's got amazing reviews. Exactly. Fantastic. So this is a Chinese company. They've been going. For, it's basically a a very premium phone, but only three hundred nine quid. And most of the reviews say, "My God, this is only three hundred nine quid. This is amazing." Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for that to arrive. And it, it just hit me at the right time because my, my existing phone is dying. Uh, I have only, I think, I've either 8 or 16 gig, I think it is. And I think it's 8 gig, you know, this thing, storage I'm talking about. Uh, the new one plus I bought has got 6 gig of RAM on it. It's not, <laughs> not just storage, but just RAM. So it's, anyway, so that's, I shall inform everyone about that once it arrives. It should be here probably within the next week or something like that. Oh, the reviews have been excellent for it. Yeah, they have. They nice, have. nice. About. Other than the fact it, it's obviously a Chinese device, and therefore I will be being spied on. Of course, by default, every device is Chinese. <laughs> so. Maybe I've got more chance, less chance of being spied on than by the NSA. Anyway, so that's my bit of news. Uh, well done if you have listened all this way. If you broke it in two bits, I do not blame you at all. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. We do appreciate that. Uh, if you want to find out more about who we are, what we are, what we do, digitaloutbox.com is our website. Info at digitaloutbox.com is our, in, uh, is our information line, is our email. Um, Twitter is digitaloutbox. And I am on Twitter as CheesyUK. Um, if you want to find out about racing and my mediocre time in uh, Zolder, you can academyracer.co.uk. Uh, you can also find all my links to my YouTube videos there. Ian, where do you live? Uh, blog <laughs> i live in glasgow scotland <laughs> address is clevedon road so hey you you've, want... you've not anonymized yourself yeah exactly um <laughs> so the, twitter is sweeper and my website is ind.net which i've just renewed tonight alongside all the other domains i own 
hosts. So Lovely. So it's going to be around for a little bit longer. Yes. Thank you very much for listening, and we will speak to you next week. Goodbye. Ta-ra. Time to go. We'll do this in 50 minutes. <laughs> 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 uh.